gentlemen germs and worms welcome to all things nerd this is eric and charles welcome to the podcast today we got our third episode ever uh we got a pretty good lineup of stuff so real quick quick spoiler alert for uh everything that we're going to talk about we've got uh today what all do we have charles we have we got apple tv we gotta talk about we got um everything disney in the whole universe um, we have Shazam, we're going to do some quick chatting about. We're not going to do any spoilers of Shazam, uh, because our good our good friend Eric here has not seen it yet, and so we're going to be very gentle with him, and we'll, we'll talk about the movie itself next week. And um, and then we've got Game of Thrones, which just started, and we're very excited about that one. Um, and we've got, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then we've got some other Disney Disney stuff that There's we've got to talk about. Some bits and so. bobs. Yep. So. Yeah, definitely. So, and... Uh, yeah, so check the uh, descriptions for uh, spoiler alerts and uh, give you the heads up. All right, without further ado, let's get started. Yeah, so um, so the first thing that we're going to talk about today, I guess we can hop right into the, the Shazam. I know that we're not going to, like I said, we're not going to talk about the movie itself, but we're, I just wanted to give everyone a little comic background of Shazam, where he came from, things like that, some, some history of the character. And it's uh, comic rights and things like that, because um, he's kind of been all over the place, actually. And mm-hmm. um, I know not many people know the history of he's actually Captain Marvel, actually. Um, so and so I just wanted to get you guys give you guys some knowledge. Um, so actually, originally Shazam or Captain Marvel at the time um, was first started by uh, Fawcett Comics. And that was in 1949, right? That's that sounds about right. Yep, and uh, he actually, um, when he when Captain Marvel first came out, he was actually um, he was more he was the most popular comic in the forties. He was the most popular because Fawcett Comics ended up uh, their he was their answer to Superman. Yes, he was their response to Superman since DC was you know kind of on the up and up here, and this and Superman was their big name character. Well, they wanted something to go toe to toe with Superman, so they were like, hey. Let's make Superman, but it's actually a like eleven year old, ten year old kid. Yeah, and, and that was ba- that was basically the cre- going to the creator's mind right there. Um, yeah, and and it actually got to the point where it it got a little bit too much of an answer, and so they ended up actually going to court with uh, DC Comics um, for quite a while, and um, they went back and forth all over the place um, because he was so similar to to a Superman. Um, until DC actually ended up buying um, Fawcett the rights to Captain Marvel because Fawcett actually went under due to uh, um, lack of comic book sales. And so DC ended up uh, buying the rights to Captain Marvel. And, and they kind of just shuttered him for, yeah, they did. They for kind a of few decades. put <laughs> him down. And then he wasn't a very big, um, they had a couple TV shows go throughout the, throughout the ages. 
um, and which was which was really cool. And a couple of them were were kind of silly and ridiculous, but they were um, they were still they were still funny. And uh, he had a couple of the really cool characters that he, um, DC threw out there with him. Um, a lot of uh, um, partners like um, <laughs> Tawny the Tiger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I always thought that was so interesting. Um, Tawny the Tiger, and uh, which is a um, talking tiger, straight up. Yeah, Tony the Tiger. Only his name is Tawny, and he wore suits. And he was. You know that explains. That's, that, you know that's a fact I did not know about Shazam, but that explains so much from his appearance in Young Justice. Because in like the handful of have you have you seen Young Justice? No, I have not. Oh, I've not seen Young you Justice. You need to watch that because that is a freaking good series so there, there's a there's a couple episodes where uh, captain marvel shows up in, okay. in young justice because he's part of the justice league yeah and uh he's ends up kind of working with the young justice team and he ends up befriending a tiger during this particular mission oh that's interesting and so that completely explains that yeah, that whole thing. So that was just a throwback to Tawny the Tiger. It has to be. It's really interesting because they. I don't know if they've because that was a Tawny the Tiger was actually a Fawcett character. He was he was from Fawcett um, before the DC transfer, and um, and so DC never used them very much, um, which I thought was interesting. And um, yeah, I don't even think kinda, I, I don't even call think, out. I don't think they ever gave the tiger a name in Young Justice, and it definitely didn't talk. So. <laughs> it was just a tiger, and so that that fully explains that throw. That's a throwback. So that's that's pretty freaking cool. That's cool. And so there were a couple of other really cool, um, funny uh, partners that worked with um, Shazam along with his family. Um, and uh, um, there was a tall, fat, and hillbilly Marvel. I don't know if you know about these, but so there was a a contest, um, a radio contest to find Billy's. And they, these three Billies, they were, they um, were dressing up as Shazam, and they were, I don't even remember the story, but they were, they got caught by Doctor Savannah, um, and they were going through. Billy was going through a saw blade in a sawmill, and he, there was lots of noise going on, and they couldn't, and he couldn't, wasn't loud enough. So all three, all four Billies shouted Shazam together, and then they all four became Captain Marvel, and they were named Tall Marvel, Fat Marvel, and Hilly, <laughs> Hillbilly Marvel, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. So that means that one of the scenes out of the New 52 Shazam storyline, that's, that's a throwback to that. Yeah, and no, so, definitely. Yeah, so, I would definitely. But, um... Man, I just like doing throwbacks for where Shazam is concerned because he's such an old character. But yeah, I'm like, no, during that whole, well, he was shuttered for about, what, three decades almost? Like, about 30 years. Wasn't yeah, it? Before, quite a while. Before, before he resurfaced again. And when he did, Marvel had come up with their own Captain Marvel, the the original Captain Marvel for, for Marvel. Yeah, say Marvel, Marvel itself. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and for those that don't know, the original Captain Marvel was a man. Named Marvel, yep. Marvel, but yep. uh, that we're not talking about that. Today. But um, <laughs> during that point, so they they had those rights to catch Marvel. Well, they you know, DC saw that and they tried to go to court. Well, Marvel kind of ended up winning. <laughs> yeah, in a <laughs> winning, sort of <laughs> winning, winning that court battle a little bit, and so it was determined that DC could not market Shazam as Captain Marvel. 
they could refer to him as Captain Marvel in comic book or in the TV series or whatever, but they cannot they cannot market it as Captain Marvel the comic. Yeah. Did did you know that actually um it happened that happened two more times. Mm-hmm. There were two more comic book companies, smaller companies. There was one here in America, and then there was one in England, and they used Captain Marvel, and then they got sued by Marvel, and then they got shut down. It happened two more times, and all they had to do was not use the word Marvel, and then they would have been fine. Um, the first one here in America, he was actually a man who... Um, could separate his body parts mm-hmm. and fight independently of each other. And he was, he, he activated by using the word, I think it was Zam. And then he, <laughs> and then he, and then he put himself back together. I think it was using the word, um, or, um, like zip or something like that. It was, it was dumb, but it was, they, all they had to do was not call him Marvel and then they would have been fine. And that would have been an awesome hero. <laughs> but I, yeah, that actually happened two more times where companies were using the Captain Marvel name and then they ended up getting sued. And then they were shut down shortly thereafter, hmm. which I always thought was really interesting. So, um, but yeah, so for those who don't know, Shazam, it's actually an, um, an acronym for um, all his different powers um, Solomon, Hercules, Atlas. Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. So he has different powers, and and um, which is always really cool. And it's I, kind of the biggest podge of things when you look at it. Because yeah, you know, when when you just look at those list of names, it doesn't necessarily jump out at you that there's much different about them. But when you think, yeah, Solomon, which is from Christian literature. Yep. Wisest king. Hercules, yep. which is a, a Roman literature. I think it's strength. Yep. Um, Atlas, which is Greek and Roman. I have no idea which one that one is. It's the Titan of Endurance. Gotcha. So the and, endurance uh, he, of Atlas. Atlas gotcha. holds up the sky. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, and obviously Zeus is the Greek god, king of the gods. Sparkle fingers. Yep. And Achilles, <laughs> is famous famous hero. Yep. And then the speed of Mercury, which is the Roman oh, god of messengers. So, gotcha. So it's such a such a weird conglomeration of things. Like I mean, yeah. you know, you, you put ninety percent of those together and it's all pretty well fine and dandy because greek and roman are very much a similar you know kind of the two sides of the same coin <laughs> let's throw a christian man in there you got, yeah, you got king solomon <laughs> all right let's, it's like we, they just i feel like they just needed somebody for wisdom and they're like yeah we want it to be shazam but what what his what what mythological figure <laughs> starts the nest starts with an s like, hmm. so, <laughs> so i don't know and in so I think that I thought that was kind of I always love I think that it's I just learned Atlas I forgot what the first day was I didn't know it was Atlas mm-hmm. so I screwed that one up I didn't know what that one was so um, so that'll be kind of interesting and then it, so they are planning on doing a trilogy of these movies oh are they I did not yes, know about that it is official yeah so they so um, the producer one of the head producers of Shazam was uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, who has been cast to play Black Adam in his own independent movie. And then another, and these movies, this trilogy is supposed to portray the struggle between Shazam and Black Adam. Interesting. So, well, it'll be interesting because, like, Black Adam's a villain who's crossed over a lot of territory and fought, he's, he's went toe to toe with Superman oh, yeah. and, and, a, and a lot of other DC heroes. He's so but he, awesome. But he doesn't but he never <laughs> particularly get a bunch of his stories. Yeah. Which is 
So that'll be real interesting to see because essentially he's just the reverse of Shazam. Like he has all of Shazam's powers. Yeah, I'm excited to get his independent movie where they talk about like his history and his past and things like that because he's he's got a really cool history and I I think that it'll be a really cool movie to see him in. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be awesome. The ancient Egypt and mm-hmm. I think that'll be really sick. And he's got a really cool power set and because he's got the same power set and it's and it's and it's the Rock. So. And it's Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson. <laughs> so like. <laughs> When The Rock is anything, it doesn't matter what the movie is. I'm at least entertained by the fact that it's The Rock. <laughs> I know. I still need to see the. Have you, have you seen Skyscraper yet? I have not seen. I still. I, I also it. haven't. Seen, I ha- also haven't seen Rampage. Oh, so, like, so we're we love we love The Rock, but we're like, okay, you just need to well, pick a movie and some 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 of these movies though. It's like <laughs> these aren't some of these like Rampage and Skyscraper aren't movies I'm going to go to theaters and pay to watch. Oh goodness, no! Nah, I'll wait till nah, it comes nah. to Netflix or Hulu or I'll rent it for a couple bucks from Redbox or something like. Yeah. Like, but I mean, you know, The Rock. The Rock's a great actor, and I enjoy just about every movie I've seen him in. Like, I enjoyed the one movie, The Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Oh, I loved that movie. That was so good. I like, we're gonna get it. so much shit for that. But oh man, I love but that it's, movie. It's 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 funny because it's The Rock, and it's yeah. just put The Rock in absurd situations, and it's profit. So yeah, I but, love it. Well, I mean, there's not a whole lot else here. I think you have what? Do we have anything else on Shazam? Not really. I just I I really love it, and I I had some notes on the the movie itself, but we'll talk about that next week, and and then we'll get everyone excited about that when that comes and we'll talk more about when when we do talk about the movie we'll talk more about the new 52 and stuff like that because that's when disney gave him his rebirth and it aligns a lot more with the movie there are some misalignments here and there but but that's where they essentially get the story for billy batson's new origin and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so we'll talk about more about the new 52 once that once that comes so that'll be next week, definitely. So, so what's our what's our next thing on our list here? So, so the next thing on our list is uh, Apple TV, and I know that you haven't kept too much on it, but I I've been watching some stuff on it, and um, I definitely want to call out um, to a video, uh, um, Nile Nala. How do you, I can't even remember his name, Mr. Patel <laughs> from The Verge. Um, he made an awesome review of it on YouTube, and and uh, he did a great job, and I've he's great on the virgin. He's been talking about it and interviewing a lot of people from Apple and stuff about it. But, um, so, so essentially what it is is that Apple came out with this new box and it's 4k HDR TV and it allows you to stream things in 4k, which is super awesome. But there's a lot of problems with it so far as in the fact that it's $179 compared to the Roku ultra, which is $99 and the Google, um, Chromecast, ultra which is only um, what was it, 69 dollars yeah so that is, that is ridiculous <laughs> like, like and the, the weird thing is is there's not enough stuff in 4k to warrant that there's like not. there's barely enough stuff in 4k to warrant me going out and spending 70 dollars on a ultra chromecast yeah the only thing that that thing has for me is you have it has the ability to be hardline and eat it Oh, that's cool. Like that's I think that's the only thing it has. But you can I think there's a step down from that that also has that. You don't think you need the ultra. Thing. But like, <laughs> you don't even need but, like but I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just yeah. There's not a, like until everything is produced like just natively in 4K. No, uh, I I totally 179 dollars for a box is ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's absolutely ridiculous. So I I feel like so there are the cup the one good thing is okay so. With Google, I buy all of my stuff digitally on Google. When it comes to movies, almost every single one of them that I've ever bought 
was digitally through Google, the Google store. Mm-hmm. And so I really, and then with Apple and their Google and their store, um, they have the tendency every once in a while to be able to sell you um, movies slightly cheaper than Google can because Apple has like certain deals that they make through um, studios in order to be able to make them a lot cheaper. And plus, I know that I know that Google does this too, but they Apple also does this now with 4K. Whenever um, certain movies get updated um, to the 4K resolution, then they update that for free for you, which I know Google does too. Um, but the one problem with Apple is that, like I said, they make deals with studios in order to be able to get movies cheaper. They don't have a deal with Disney, so all Disney movies, not 4K, so it's completely useless. Or I can just sit on my PlayStation 4 and I have all these movies from Google already in 4K, including Disney, because Disney and Google talk together great. (laughs) So I've got all my favorite superhero movies in 4K. Uh, I mean, essentially, to me, what it just looks like is just an excuse for Apple to sell their customer base something ridiculously expensive for no reason. Just like everything else they sell. Yeah, well, and, like, I mean, it's it's nifty. It's got a it's got a very good processor in it, and it's it it works with the ESPN really well. And they they essentially it's a well, see that, that that's really that's ironic true. considering Disney owns ESPN. <laughs> like, well, I mean, when I when I say it works with Disney, I mean when it works with Dis- ESPN really well. I mean, like with sports, and the, you can put up like four games all at once in a grid, and it works really right. well with that. And so. Um, but but is it you, worth one hundred and seventy dollars? Like, it's got games. You can play my games. PlayStation has with games. the Wii. You use the remote of the PlayStation like you would with like a Roku remote. You can use the con- the you remote control the Apple as TV remote yeah, and you can play tennis <laughs> on the Apple uh, TV. <laughs> it's still not worth one hundred and seventy nine dollars. It's not at all. Like I can buy a Wii. What, like yeah, just buy a Wii. <laughs> buy a Switch, man. Like I mean, you can do all that crap with a Switch. You can watch Netflix and YouTube with a Switch. It's probably better quality YouTube than, than, than the Apple Apple TV. Apparently, like oh man, that that is absolutely ridiculous and ironic as hell. If if it works really well with ESPN and whatnot, if Disney owns ESPN, but nothing else does, so we're good. Yeah, like so. so yeah. Oh man, yeah, this is just an excuse. I, I feel like this is just a huge excuse for Apple to sell something at a ridiculous price point. Yeah, uh, at least an unnecessary price point when there are competitors that are better that also work with their devices. Yeah, but but we we can't we can't just sit here and bash on it all the time. It does work. It does have great four K. It it's beautiful and it and it the what is four K works great on, but. <laughs> So if I can you, get, I can get I if know. I get a Chromecast yeah. Ultra, I can get just as good 4K. 4K yep. is 4K. Mm-hmm. It makes no difference. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is why this is why I switched away from Apple. <laughs> this is why I never started with Apple. I, so. I, had, I had an iPhone 4 back when it was new, and then since then, all my phones have been Android. Android, Android, Android. Good. Like, so okay. Uh, so next topic. So it just pains me. <laughs> We're just trying to keep you guys updated on tech and just want you guys to be aware of the situation. We're not going to just, we're just, we're not going to ignore Apple just because we don't like it. I'm trying to keep you guys up to date. I mean, if it was up to Eric, 
we probably just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to keep you guys up to date. So, um, aren't you a saint, Charles? I know. <laughs> so, so last but not least, okay. So we're we're not going to talk about it long, but we still want to throw it in there. Speaking of things that pain me, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Game of, Th- Game of Thrones. Okay, Game of Thrones. Okay, so now when we're recording this, this is the 15th, and it, it premiered last night, the 14th, at 8 o'clock. I, I had HBO open when it hit 8 o'clock. I closed it out, reopened HBO now, and watched it immediately. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Oh, it was a great episode. There was oh. so much stuff that happened. Oh, man, it was just, it was so thrilling, and, and it was like, I want to see what happens next. And, yeah, did you Did you watch the... um? The little teaser for next week's episode at the end of it. Yes, episode. I did. Yes, the the uh, after tra- so <laughs> many after tra- ridiculous questions oh. out of that. Like, oh, oh. like they do I, it on purpose. They, they just, do, they just want they just want to hurt us. That's all it is. I mean, they did this, all the little teaser trailers leading up to the release. Yeah, and I don't I don't know how you guys do it. I mean, like, because I watched Game of Thrones after it had already been done. Like, I did not watch any Game of Thrones till like two years ago. I want to say my wife got me into it. And, and, and I think we watched a couple seasons and then last year after season seven had ended, we watched all of it and absolutely loved it, fell in love with it. And, but I didn't have to wait until how long is it? Two weeks? What is it? How long until the next episode? Next week. Next week? I'm oh, pretty, I'm only a week. Sure. Okay. I'm gotcha. pretty sure it's week. Okay. I, I didn't think that they had changed every other week. Well, I didn't know. Maybe I they no did idea. considering it's, it's a shorter season, but. You can check on that, but no, Charles. I mean, I I started Game of Thrones right after the second season ended, or like right when it came when the second season came on to Blu-ray and DVD, and uh, I watched the first two seasons and was hooked, <laughs> and uh, and the third season hadn't even been announced on when it was coming out yet. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, yeah, it's one week. Yeah, so okay. I, was, I was like, I didn't think, I can't imagine they would make us wait two weeks. <laughs> I would be well, so mad I'm if glad. it was going to be every two, every other week I, instead of every week. I don't even know how I'm going to last. I mean, like, it's driving me nuts already. Already, well, think about this. <laughs> season three had yet to be confirmed on when it was going to air. Whenever I watched the first two seasons, wow. And then, so that had to be so. I that decided, had to hurt so bad. That's when I discovered. That the, <laughs> When I discovered that these were books, I went and read all the books. Oh, so you cheated? I see how it is. <laughs> and but now it's it's even worse. You know, do you do you realize when uh, Dance with Dragons was released as a book? That's the that's the fifth book. That's the last book that was that was written. Do you know when that was published? Wasn't it like last year or something like that? Two thousand eleven. Oh wow, a long time ago. He has pretty much cock teased us for eight years without the sixth book yet oh yet the series is about to end well okay so season... the series is now two books ahead of or two see like the essentially the the sixth seasons five and six were kind of an odd just because they were kind of taking place over a course of one book but yeah the series is about to end yeah there are still two books to be written. okay so season seven is in season seven and seven Seven, season, and, seven, seven and, eight and eight are completely brand new to me. Okay. okay. I have no idea what's going to go on. Good. Which, I mean, no, that is good. You don't but, even... it, but, it pisses, <laughs> but it pisses me off because they've deviated from the books. They deviated from started deviating from the books at the third season. And subtly at first, and then significantly. 
Well, it's Which, wonderful. Because, I love it. <laughs> I mean, it is very good. And I don't usually say that about things that are made into, like, cinematically after from a book. Ready Player One. <laughs> you, you're, you're triggering me. Like, I mean, come on. But, like, I'm I've just going to say it every been, time. <laughs> it, so, the fifth book was published in 2011. Okay. So, it's, we've gone eight years and a whole eight seasons of a TV series bef- between the fifth book and the sixth book even being released. So you have no idea what's going to happen next. It well, is killing you inside. I'm yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> is, is it not frustrating? How would you feel if, like, a season, if, if I mean, how, how did you feel? I don't read books. But how would you feel if Infinity War came out and then it was eight years until Endgame? Oh my goodness. How would you feel? Okay, I understand now. I understand. Like, granted, I didn't have to wait the full eight years because I came into it in, like, 2013, 2014 but when I read all the books. some people had to wait Some people have, have been waiting since 2011 when, Winds, when Dance with Dragons was released. To, That's and we're still waiting for Winds of Winter. And so I'm going to be real pissed if he just has them completed. He just keeps doing projects. Because yeah. he, he just... he George R.R. R. Martin just signed on to do a... Um, Oh, I forgot what studio it's he's doing it with, but a um, like an open world RPG. He's writing the that story for it. Awesome, <laughs> kind of a Dark Souls RPG type thing. I think it might be with From Software. George R. R. Martin. I want. I want pain uh, of the Super World role playing game. Maybe. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's From Software, which is the which is the studio that created Dark Souls, and Sekiro, and Bloodborne, and. So I think he's writing their next their next game story, which is just rubs salt in the wounds. It's like, man, can you finish the books? It doesn't help that he's also published like three compendiums of little short stories that are set within the Game of Thrones universe. Really? Like providing <laughs> history and backstory to the to just to the things going on. And like he just recently released one called Fire and Blood, which is a, like a um, which is a compendium of stories and stuff for the Targaryen family history. Hmm. And, Interesting, and he just released that. It's like, come on, man! Why just, can't we? Why can't we have the sixth book? Just do the books. Yeah, like don't worry. About finish that. the series, but he, then go back and tell us but, all the little itsy bitsy details there backstory. He made a cookbook. He did make a cookbook. I, did you watch that video? You watched that? Video yeah, I watched that from, video. From, shout out to the sorted food guys. <laughs> but uh, that was a good video. <laughs> Delicious, but uh, like he he's put out so many things, and he won't just finish the books. <laughs> it's I it's, know. it's absolutely absurd. But anyway, back back to the episode. What what did what did you think? Okay, spoiler alert. Read the com- read the description. We alert. got there. Okay, so yeah, that was crazy. Um, wait, so I rewatched the last episode of the seventh season just before this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to separate the two. I love the reuniting of everyone. Oh, yeah. I think that is. I think that that was so dramatic and wonderful. And I think that there were a lot of. And I think for the actors too. I think that it was a. It was. It's been a. You have these individual storylines going essentially, and you have this this region and this region, and you have everybody spread out over a large piece of land. And some actors don't even get to work with many other actors. And I think this was an amazing opportunity to see characters come together in in one location and things that, because you don't have cell phones, yeah. you have well, I mean, tons of people who have all these different pieces of information that 
haven't been given to everybody what, else. Well, I think, I, yeah, like definitely. So, like think about it. Like what year did season one actually air? Like did they did they know. start filming? I think it was I like don't know. It, was, it, was, it was like 2011, 2012, I believe. Okay. So if you kind of think about it, it's really significant when you think about the fact that Tyrion and Arya have not been on the same screen since season one. Tyrion and Arya? Tyrion and Arya have not been on the screen together since season one. Yeah, in the very beginning. And there's like Tyrion and Sansa too, because like they... Well, Tyr- or that was Tyr- season three. Well, yeah, well season, like season three, season four, when, the whenever, the, when, whenever they split in the Purple yeah. Wedding. Season, yeah. I think it was season four, because the, the Red Wedding was season three and the Purple Wedding was season four. Gotcha, okay. So, and that's when she left. So yeah. it's been a pretty good long time since they've been on screen together. Arya and Tyrion haven't been on screen together in forever. Bran and Jamie haven't been on screen together since the first episode oh, of that, season one. That moment was oh, crazy. Like, <laughs> like it, it is ridiculous. But I mean, you, I mean, obviously, like all these actors, if they're on location and set together, you know, they might be filming separately, but you know, they keep everybody on location. Yeah. So everybody, I assume, everybody gets together quite a bit off screen. Yeah. So, but. It is very interesting to see these well, you, characters who haven't been together well, for, in so long. For the longest time, like, you've got to think about, like, it was filmed, like, the North was filmed in Iceland, and they didn't bring Danny up there. Right. Danny obviously, didn't need to be up there. Obviously. So those people didn't even meet each other, or didn't even see, well, they probably met each other, but I mean, like, they didn't yeah. get to spend that kind of time. No, yeah, I, I know, I know, what you, I know what you're saying. But, I mean, it's yeah. just really crazy to think that some of these characters that we've seen, in, we see interact in this first episode, are we haven't seen interact or even be in the same space together yeah. since yeah. season one. And that, that is what is just absurd. Well, then let's talk about it character wise. I thought that it was really cool. The interactions between the characters that I've never, that I've not seen each other in a very long time, like the meeting between Sansa and, and Tyrion. And that was, that was, <laughs> that was an interest, such an interesting scene just because of the matter of yeah. like, it shows how much each of them have changed. It really has. Tyrion was the cynic, and Sansa was the hopeful maiden. They've almost switched roles completely because now Sansa is the calculating cynic, and Tyrion's the one full of hope. Yeah, and which but, is which is great mm-hmm. to see because and, and what's interesting is leading up to this, Tyrion's character growth in the show has been him becoming less cynical and more take action and you know working to make the world right. And now he's the hand. And now he's the hand of the queen. But, but, but now, San, now Sansa has, you know, she was full of hope when this whole thing started, and she has just been beaten out of her, almost yeah. li- quite literally. Yeah. By all the things she's been through. So, like, it's really interesting to see just kind of how that their characters have almost flopped personalities to a degree, or yeah, at least at least that. character roles. Yeah. And then. Yeah, I can definitely see that. No, without a doubt. I think it's. I just. It was very, I'm sure it was very emotional for everyone, and as actors and characters alike, it was, it was amazing to see each other, and I'm sure it was, and it was amazing for us to see them all together, and it's, it was a very exciting moment for us to be able to, essentially, be a part of that world for a moment and just be like, it's so good to see you guys together again. Mm-hmm. It's so good to, to have everyone, even though. Shit's going down, and it's going to be crazy, and, and you're all going to die, probably. I don't know, but I still, <laughs> I, 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 it was still, it was a really cool moment, without a doubt. So. What's so interesting about Game of Thrones, 
versus other TV series, movies, whatever, it's almost impossible to predict. Yeah. What? How it's going to end? Yeah, we have no idea <laughs> because I, I, I mean, Brian and I were discussing it after after we watched the episode live. We we were discussing kind of our thoughts of how things could go, and it just kind of like we ended up tailing off into like forty five different directions because <laughs> it's like it all depends. Like part of it depends on okay, how does how does uh, Danny take the news that John is her nephew and and the more legitimate heir to the throne. Yeah. How yeah. How does Sansa take that news? Yeah. How does That's you know, that's the biggest I think that that's the biggest piece of what like, the heck like is going to happen. Cuz there's like four different ways, three or four different ways that Danny herself could take that news. She could be outraged that this is a thing. She could be elated because, you know, Rhaegar she idolizes Rhaegar and Jon is his son, and he is her family. And, you know, the incest but, thing but, aside, but like, the, like, like, I mean... They the, did the nasty. Well, in, in the context of the show, incest is not a problem. Well, no, it's it, still it, not... No, it's but, still no, not but, not taboo. No, well, <laughs> they do it, but it's still not well, great. Think, think about it. In the context of the of the Game of Thrones universe, we're, this is not even, like, our own taboos in this... in our reality. Yeah. In the context of the show, the reason the the issue that they have that that was with Joffrey and Tommen and Marcella was not necessarily that they were incest babies. It was that they were illegitimate incest babies. They were not Robert's children. They were Jamie's children. Uh, they were legitimately bastard children. So so if they get married, it's it's not bad. <laughs> well, no, I mean in the context because I mean the Targaryens did this forever, where they were they were wedding brother and sister that's what Daenerys's parents were her parents were brother and sister uh, and so obviously it wasn't long ago that this was the norm in Westeros because yeah. of the Targaryens and the and their bloodline yeah and that was just normal so incest in and of itself in the game of thrones context in the universe context is not a problem the problem like and we like to say that the problem with Joffrey and Tommen and Marcella was that they were incest babies not really because if Jamie and Cersei were married and they were king and queen, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yes, Joffrey was a crazy little shit because of incest, <laughs> but not but he would still be the rightful heir to the throne. Yeah. Whereas in the context of Game of Thrones, he is not because, you know, Cersei was cheating on Robert with Jamie. So Yeah. Yes, it's a gross because they're twins, but it's extra gross there. Whereas yeah. Danny and John do not have brotherly and sisterly feelings to, or you know aunt and nephew feelings towards each other at all. They are essentially strangers who meet, they fall in love. In the context of the Game of Thrones, the incest thing is pretty much just a not a non issue. That's an interesting way to look at it. I've never, I have not thought about it that way, and I think that you're one hundred percent correct. Mm -hmm. And I think that that'll be an interesting outcome. And I think that I'm I'm curious because, like you say, Game of Thrones wise, it's not. It's you're right. That's not a problem at all. But I think that it'll be interesting to see how the audience takes it, because if that was to end up happening, maybe they do get married and everything is okay in the Game of Thrones world. Everybody out here is going to be like, oh. Well, I, I mean, it, it's, it's not the problem of everyone out here. It's the storyline and and what's going to happen. Like storyline. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, George R. R. Martin doesn't give a shit what the audience thinks because he's killed <laughs> off about ninety percent of the fan favorite characters. That's true. Yeah, like 
Yeah. <laughs> so in very brutal and you know just very sudden ways. I can so see it's, that. Yeah. So obviously the writing writers don't give a crap about what the audience like how they feel about it. It's yeah. It's it's how the storyline goes. So, but yeah, no, like so much of it. This whole thing depends on how she takes that news. Yeah. Is she elated? Is she enraged? Is she now paranoid that John's going to usurp her, like her claim? Are is it going to bring them closer together? Are they going to name themselves king and queen of Westeros and legitimize their union before marching to battle? And that you know gives him back his crown. Yeah. That Sansa is pissed off that he gave up. And then and so he, many and it's an even are... better crown. Yeah. <laughs> like, and <laughs> and even more because there were because. I remember that episode. There were people who were who said who pledged to his crown, to pledge to their mm-hmm. king, said we will follow you into battle, and then backed out because you're not a king anymore. Yeah, why should I follow yeah, you? You gave up your crown that we gave you, yeah. but so now he takes back that crown, even if it's a shared crown, but he has a legitimate claim. Yeah, and she does too to a degree, but his is she's technically second in line to so, John. So why wouldn't? She's higher up, though. She's his aunt. Why would he? The reason he's the, the, farther in generation. The, re, the reason being is uh, I can't remember er, her her mother, but Eris the Mad King was her father. Yeah, Rhaegar was the crown prince. Okay, Rhaegar was the legitimate heir to the. So it, it was his line. Yeah, before everybody died, Rhaegar and Lyanna legitimized their union before a Septon. Okay, I and so, so that makes that, ma- that makes John the legitimate heir to the throne. That makes sense. Yeah, and because he's Rhaegar's son, Danny is technically second in line from that perspective because obviously she's the youngest of the of Aerith's children. Yeah. So, and so so yeah. So like if if John did not exist, then Daenerys definitely is. Yeah, but, but John is alive, and after the yeah. claiming, and this is one of those things that like. Title. This is one of those things that, um, oh, <laughs> that uh, the books and the mo- and the show have completely diverged on. Is they ha- in the books they haven't revealed whether or not John is or is not the child of Lyanna Stark and Rhaegar Targaryen, but there is another Aegon Targaryen in the world. It's actually Rhaegar's actual son, Aegon Targaryen, the okay. one who was supposedly killed by the Mountain. He's alive in the books. <laughs> Interesting. So he's definitely not now. In the movie. Yeah. Well, they didn't. Even, they they completely. Just, they didn't even bring him. Exist. They didn't even bring okay. him into the into the show. But maybe he does exist, and maybe he is in the show, and we don't know. And he's just in the background. I mean, I guess oh. it is. But I mean, the whole thing is like the way that he's introduced is when Tyrion is traveling to meet up with Daenerys. Interesting. Like that's in the books. That's when that's when we we meet him, and then he kind of does his own thing, and that's where it kind of left off in the books before. You stop giving a shit about his books <sighs> gotcha all <laughs> right all right again. yep well but, let's let's go ahead and stop there we're gonna take a break real quick and uh we're gonna get back and we're gonna hump into all things disney so that'll be a a fun little chat all right
everyone. Welcome back. We are back from our... We just had a 15-minute discussion on spoilers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, everyone. So we are going to hop into the... Um, I guess we can call it the Disney half of the show. Yeah. Um, because really everything else we got to talk about, we got to talk about some Disney Plus, we got to talk about some Marvel, we got to talk about some Star Wars, and so let's get let's get down to it. This is the House of Mouse. Yeah, the House of Mouse. <laughs> we're talking about all things Disney. <laughs> now, okay, so we're gonna start with uh, we're gonna talk about some Disney Plus. I know that I'm excited about this, and I know that a lot of people are getting pretty pumped about it. Um, I so. To start with, the number one thing that really shocked me when I was doing my research about Disney Plus is how much Disney owns. Now, oh yeah, no, it, it just shocked me. The so more much. you look into it, the more terrified it makes me that, oh we, that you know, like Disney between Disney and Google, they're slowly taking over our lives. Oh man, but okay, so so on Disney Plus, we're gonna have Pixar, Marvel, Disney, um, as in Disney Channel. Um, Star Wars, Simpsons are going to be on there. First 30 seasons of Simpsons, National Geographic, FX Films, a 20th Century Fox, um, ESPN, and ABC, and they're opening the Disney Vault. So now I don't know if you know what the Disney Vault is. It's Disney has all of its old movies from from a long time ago, from the very beginning. They have all of their old movies mm-hmm. that are locked inside their quote-unquote vault that they don't they only release occasionally kind of like a a seasons or waves Mm -hmm. and so you can only like go to walmart you'll only be able to find certain movies certain years Mm -hmm. in order to keep them gradually liked and so people will still want to purchase them and things like that but they will be officially opening the vaults so it's just so they've confirmed that they are just going to open the whole thing, and literally all of their movies yep. are going to be on this. Yep, on from this from Mary Poppins to Snow White, it's all it's all going to be on there. Yep. And so they've also announced like certain certain really cool Disney things that they've got coming up. Like the there's a new Marvel series coming out um, with the original cast, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. which will be really cool. Um, there's a new Loki series. Which I'm very excited about. I think that's is gonna it actually really going to cool. be? Tom yep, no, the original cast, um, and then WandaVision, um, which is Wanda and Vision. And so Wanda the thing about WandaVision, Wanda. that's what they're calling it. That's, that's a, a great title. The the love between them, and but it's it's kind of interesting. This this part about WandaVision is we don't know if this is going to be if is this is this spoilers because. Is one division taking place either before Infinity War, between the movies where you really get into between Civil War and Infinity War, where, where you where get they, into their relationship, their relationship, or do you, or is this post Endgame and they're alive? Because Vision being alive post Endgame, that's a big spoiler. I don't know if that's going to happen. But does this series, we already know this series is happening, does this series take place post-Endgame and we now know that Vision makes it through? I don't know. That'll be interesting. I, that'll be, it's, it's, that's going to be interesting to find out. I didn't even connect that dot. Yeah. That's yeah. that's my big I. Ugh, that's that's my big irk right now is that I don't know which one that is because it's, is this talking about their love in front of a fried kebab stand or is this or is Vision alive? Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. 
So, so also they've got this, which I'm also very excited about this one is this um, what if cartoon series they're they're gonna do and the first series the first episode of this what if cartoon series is um is what if peggy carter became captain america so and roger um rogers is in this series but he's like in this armored suit of some kind. so this is a what if series this is not in continuity this is kind of just oh like, this is like alternate universe yeah, alternate universe kind of a thing so it's what if peggy carter had become captain america Huh. Which I think is really cool, and I think that would be a really cool, um, really cool storyline. And I don't know if they've got Chris Evans for this voice, but as far as I'm hearing, is that these are original cast voices. So um, I don't know if they've if they've got Chris Evans on that one because Chris Evans is a big name. I don't know if he's going to sit around and do a cartoon all day long, uh, which would be really cool if they did, and I think that would be very neat. Mm-hmm. Especially with Peggy Carter in there, I think that would be an awesome series, and I would watch that. And I don't watch cartoon series very often, but I think that would be really cool. So that's what I'm excited about. Um, I'm also excited about um, this expanded universe for Star Wars. Oh yes, um, <laughs> the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the Mandalorian. They're they've got they're jump- they're, they're jump starting the next season of the Clone Wars. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like. Oh man, like yeah. there's there's a lot of good stuff coming for Star Wars, and, they, and they've got the next year. So yeah, they've got John Favreau for the for Mandalorian. I'm oh, do they? I didn't yeah. know that. That's oh, awesome. I'm so excited! <laughs> I'm I'm super pumped about this. It's, there were a couple of those things that I would just like that the Loki series, the Winter Soldier series, and and this the Mandalorian. I am so pumped about this. I came home to my wife today and I'm like, we are getting this without a doubt. <laughs> she was uh, like, Dan, oh, I'm Dan, okay with that. <laughs> Danny and I have already stated that we are getting this freaking service. Okay, like, good. <laughs> like just just for the Disney movies. Like not even necessarily before like they announced like all these new series and stuff like because I mean we've known about Disney Plus yeah. that it's going to be a thing for a yeah. while. We this is we just now have details. Oh oh you'll be excited about this one. Um there's gonna be a new high school musical. Oh my oh. favorite <laughs> super pumped. So um, there's also going to be a Rogue One spinoff too, which will be kind of interesting. You know, um, post Return of the Jedi, pre Force Awakens, it's gonna the Diego Luna. I heard his name and I had no idea who he was. Like I did not recognize his character from Rogue One. Apparently, I just didn't pay attention to Rogue One. At I've all. only watched it once, and I still haven't seen Solo. I mean, Solo was really good. I love Solo. See, some, so many, so many people tell me it's so bad. I and, love Solo. I thought and it was that's, a great that's movie. why I haven't watched it yet. Is because I was just like, man, like I mean, it's on Netflix. Like, it's yeah, funny. I know. I just haven't taken to. I keep forgetting that it's on there. To be <laughs> more than anything, I thought it was but really like, good. But I need to watch it because I, I love Childish Gambino. I love my Star Wars, so. my Star Wars stuff. So I, I mean, I do like that. Um, oh, uh, Diego Luna. Who, who plays young Lando Calrissian? Oh, Childish Gambino. Is it Childish Gambino? Yeah. Okay. Or um, I don't even remember his real name anymore. Uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Donald Glover. Yeah, I love Community. He, 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 so he, he's a funny comedian. So yeah, like, I really like him. But yeah, I don't know. So many people don't like him as as, as that. I have a buddy um, who hates that movie because mm-hmm. he was like because the because they show the Millennium Falcon as like this pristine, almost like. A it's, Maserati and showed yeah. off like cribs, yet it's a freighter and it's not clean. It's but that's, not meant to be clean. But that was pre freighter day. No, it was always a freighter. It was but, always a smuggler ship. But like, but it was back when Lando Calrissian owned it. Lando I mean, I mean, that's, that's got style. I mean, that's the way you can argue it. I I haven't watched the movie, so obviously I I don't 
I don't know the context. Yeah. Um, but but it's whatever. So like, I need to watch that. But I am excited yeah. for a lot of the Star Wars stuff coming out in the, over the next year and a half. Um, we got the the new um, the new trailer for Rise of Skywalker. Okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, we gotta and... keep going with Disney Plus. We'll talk about we'll talk about all Star Tra- Star Wars here in a second. I just wanted to mention that because that's specifically uh, it's going to be a Disney Plus exclusive. You know, so I was your notes here on on High School Musical. It just makes me wonder, what the hell can they make another one of those movies for? <laughs> See, the first the first one was the first one was decent. I can't deny that it wasn't a decent musical. Yeah, I, I mean it was it was it was it does it does what a you know, cheesy campy Disney movie musical do, does. Yeah. You know, the songs just kind of earworm their way into your head. Yep. And it's catchy. Yeah. And it was a pretty decent little story. And then came out with a second one. And, and then a third one. <laughs> and I think I my sister watched the second one one day, and I caught parts of it, and all I remember is something about a country club. And I was like, what's the point in this? Like, yeah. like, why, like why couldn't we have just ended it after the first? Because the first one wrapped itself up so well. It did. It like, did a good I, job. I, I don't need to know about yeah. their, their graduation or anything. I, I don't care about it. Because... Obviously, you know the whole the whole point of the first movie was was obviously overcoming the status quo. Yeah, which is a great trope for kids' I, movies yeah, and high especially school. high school movies and stuff like that. And and they they accomplished that. Are they we... accomplished that goal. <laughs> what the hell are they doing for two movies? And what are the hell are they going to do for a fourth movie? Is <laughs> okay. it a whole new cast? Like I mean, because obviously. Zac Efron is now ridiculously buff and not Zac Efron from High School Musical. Beefy Efron. He's Coach Efron. He must be because they... they, Head of the football team. Like, they... Football team. They they had to have graduated, like, 20 years ago at this point. Like, like it's... Like it's ridiculous. Like I so, I, I okay. that, that just we we need to stop me. talking about high school musicals. So wait till I am high school musical. Okay, I'm so, just concerned. I'm voicing my concerns. Strongly. Have you ever seen? I understand your concerns. I agree with them <laughs> wholeheartedly. Um, have you ever? You know the show Phineas and Ferb. Somewhat. New, all all new, I know is Perry the Platypus. It's the only yep. thing I know well, about Phineas and Ferb. New episodes. Happy. Yeah, <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> All right, so they comes... bring, if they bring back American Dragon, Jake Long, we'll talk. Oh, like... man, I missed our show. Because that was Disney. That was great. Yeah, that was. It's going to be on here. It should be, it, theoretically. It better freaking be, because there's nowhere to find that series. Oh, and I want that series you back. you ever been to even, DisneyChannel.com? Even though I'm so pissed <laughs> at what they did to that show halfway I, through. I don't even remember. It's they changed so the long. art style entirely. Like he was oh, that's, I do remember like, that. Remember, yeah. Originally he was like, you know, an American, literally an American style, a Western style dragon stood on, you know, two legs and big wings. And yeah. then all of a sudden he was like a Chinese dragon. And it's like, I don't care if you change the art style, but why did you change it that where much? he is completely different? Yeah, and, he... and it wasn't even a reboot of the series. It was just a continuation. And it's like, why did his dragon form change? Yeah. Like there's something wrong here. Like he ate too many dumplings. I guess. <laughs> I, like, I, but I love that show. It's so good, and yeah, there's nowhere to watch it. Okay. Well, hopefully that's gonna be on here, and that we can we can watch that. So November twelfth, that's that's the date for it. Six ninety nine month or sixty nine ninety nine a year. 
I it doesn't say anything about family packs or anything like that. So excuse me, I'm I'm curious how to see how that works. Like, I mean, like like pricing points for like multiple like, screens like, like Disney, Netflix does. Yeah, like Netflix, yeah, like Netflix does. So um so the the big thing with Disney this Disney Plus is that I that's interesting that I want everyone to know about is the whole family friendly thing. So they're gonna be releasing all the family friendly stuff on Disney Plus, but any rated R films created by their their Fox and by Fox and stuff like that, that is all gonna be released on Hulu instead because apparently Disney owns Hulu. And we just found this out like ten minutes ago <laughs> or earlier. So well, yeah, um, I like how you also have it listed on here that Disney owns sixty percent of Hulu after acquiring Fox. In your yeah. notes, and, but apparently they actually know Hulu. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're not the parent. I, I read that stat, and I was, and that's when I put that out. I didn't know they actually own Hulu. But they, what, what that, what I think that meant was that they owned sixty percent of the content. Of the content. Of Hulu. Okay, I see. Because okay, Hulu has other things. Yeah, they have lots of Fox, Fox stuff. On, they have lots on of Hulu. Fox and Disney apparently too, and so they. So, but you know what's going to be real sad? What is see? Because now, now all like you know Deadpool and and. Uh, Fantastic Four and, and X-Men, they are now all Marvel. Yep. Back to Marvel. And if they're going to exclude Deadpool from Disney+, Plus, what happens when Deadpool shows up in the in a Marvel Cinematic movie? Is that movie just going to be relegated to Hulu and not on Disney+. Plus? I think Deadpool's just going to have to watch his language for that movie. Well, I mean, I'm sure he will. They'll probably just bleep him. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, because it's obviously it's the, because he breaks the fourth wall so it's much. The but... rating. It's not Deadpool himself. It's it's the rating that they're they want Disney to be fam- Disney Plus to be family friendly. So all rated R. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting outside. In whatever movie post this point in time when that happens, and we have a, just a standalone Deadpool movie. Yeah. Deadpool's going to make a comment about the fact that he doesn't get to be on Disney, I'm, on I'm, Disney Plus. I would not be surprised. Like, it's going to happen <laughs> because because it's Deadpool. So, yeah, so everyone, you're going to start seeing, um, once Disney Plus comes out, you guys are going to start seeing Netflix, everything Disney slowly getting pulled off Netflix. It's going to be Have they announced when they're going to start pulling stuff? I know they have not announced when they're going to start pulling it, and I would assume it's going to be once Disney Plus comes out. Or they're going to start dwindling everything down until there's nothing anywhere. And then I, mean, Disney Plus I, I imagine everything. between now and then they probably won't add anything new. No, Disney I don't Plus. think they're going to add anything new. They're just going to slowly so start. Make sure remember. you watch Infinity War again on Netflix before you go watch Endgame because <laughs> it might not be there next month. Or like, you can come over to my house and we can watch there. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, no, so, yeah, you, you heard know. that, everybody. Charles is inviting everybody out there in his house to watch to watch Infinity War. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, but so, and also what I thought was interesting is that they're going to start adding features onto uh, Disney Plus, um, like the DVD and uh, Blu-ray bonus features that you normally get on a disc. You're going to have those. That'll, on be, that'll be really Disney nice because, like, yeah. that's like the one thing that I've always kind of wanted from like Hulu or from Netflix and Hulu. Is the ability yeah. to see like my del- deleted scenes, deleted scenes, bloopers. bloopers yep. mm-hmm. It's like because like some of that's so much fun, and you know it's gonna be. And like, you don't really think about it too much because like you get like you go out and you buy a DVD or Blu-ray copy of something, and then you just have that disc, and you might pop it in once, yeah, right. But then it just kind of sits there. Well, just being able to have all that just digitally like that, yeah, just is so nice. And you like you like you watch a movie and it pops up a link like you want to look at the special features like. Yeah, I'd love to see the the deleted scenes and stuff. So yeah, that's that's really kind of neat. So so I am really excited about the them opening the vault though. That's going to be 
Yeah, that, that'd be that's, that's worth it by itself. Yeah, you get to watch those old classics that you don't normally get to watch, and you don't see them like on TV very often or at all, and you don't. And you might own one on VHS, but nobody's got a VHS player anymore. You know so it's... I, I tell you what, I'm going to need now. I need a bundle. A bundle of literally, I need to pay one price and get like whatever freaking streaming services that I want. Yep. Because between now, see, now we've got Disney Plus. Yep. DC. Yep. Netflix, Hulu, mm-hmm. Amazon H- Prime, HBO, HBO, and you, there's also you not to mention like Stars and Showtime have their own things. And and maybe like, I want to watch some sports. Maybe I want ESPN uh, Plus, ESPN Plus, or Fox. You know, like like Fox Sports Go, the Red ESPN, Zone. Watch ESPN, I would watch Red, Red Zone. zone. Like, oh yeah. Oh man, like it, I mean, it's an interesting time. Like there was not too long ago where every where you know we were all railing against the cable companies. Yeah. <laughs> because we can't pick and choose our own. Our channels that we want, yeah. And now we're start. We're slowly coming to these. Like ESPN started ESPN Plus, which you can you can per- subscribe to completely separately without even having to have a cable subscription, and you can get sports content. Yeah, you know. And the Big Twelve, which is this isn't really nerdy, I guess, but I mean, I but this was a big news for for me in the sports world as an Oklahoma State alum. Uh, the Big Twelve this last week or a week or so, they made a big deal with ESPN Plus. You know, I guess it still falls under Disney. Yeah, ESPN. <laughs> so, so, uh, so the Big Twelve just made a big deal with ESPN uh, through like I think 2024, 2025. To uh, every year, they all all the Big Twelve schools have to at least stream one game a season, football game, to ESPN Plus, and then also stream other smaller sports, things like softball and baseball, stuff like that mm. stuff. Stuff that doesn't get, you know, uh, publicized quite as much as like football or basketball does. Yeah, and uh, conference championships and full-on sports. Con- so you'll be able to like, if you're a Big Twelve fan, you can subscribe to ESPN Plus and you can watch all the smaller sports that maybe you don't necessarily get to watch on TV or see because you know they're just there's nowhere to watch them. Yeah, It'd be huge for wrestling. That's a big yeah. one they were making a big deal out of. Wrestling? Who wants to watch wrestling? Who wants to watch men roll around the floor naked? It's a they're they're not naked. I mean they're scantily clad. (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't they? But uh (laughs) wrestling's pretty interesting once you actually sit down and watch it. Once you figure out what in the world's going on, it's pretty interesting. Okay. But uh but yeah, Yeah. so (laughs) like we're in we're slowly getting to that point where almost every big network's gonna have a streaming service and I can imagine that eventually it'll phase out traditional cable. Entirely. I'm really tempted. No, I'm really close, and we've talked about it. And the only thing missing from our current standing of streaming services, MTV. You got to figure out a way to watch those without a, without cable, and then. Are you, are, you, are you joking with me right now? No, not for me. For my wife. Like, <laughs> MTV hasn't been good for. Well, apparently it is, and it's it's nothing but trash TV. People want don't don't say that. Is the jersey like there's not even music on it anymore? I don't know something about Uh, teens being pregnant. I don't know. (laughs) So don't even get me started. Disney Plus is going to have around 500 movies, 7,000 episodes of TV, and like half of that is Simpsons right there. And um, and also a cool thing is that it's all going to be downloadable, so you can watch it offline. That's nice. Yeah, so that'll be a little uh, nifty thing. So you're downloading Pocahontas and watching it at work. That's what yeah. we're doing Pocahontas. Yep. You're gonna download Pocahontas and watch it at work. Yep. All right, I'm gonna sit next to you next time. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So 
Um, couple quick things about Marvel that I just want to talk about real quick before we hop into the big Star Wars chunk. Um, so Marvel Endgame conference. Um, I love the photo of a of the group of of there's a bunch of chairs. Uh, I think it was like thirty chairs or so, and there were of uh, all the remaining Avengers sat in the chairs randomly throughout them in order to symbolize the missing people that they've lost. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, and so the other thing that I wanted to talk about was um, we got some new comic new for comic fans. Um, we got some comics coming out in July. A um, couple number ones, um, new series starting um, House of X. Mm-hmm. Um, by uh, Jonathan Hickman, uh, Pepe Larez, and uh, Marta Gracia. Um, it's all about Professor X and his plan uh, bringing mutants out of the shadow. So that'll be, I think that'll be an interesting series to check out. And then we got Power of Ten, um, which is a uh, number one as well by Jonathan Hickman again. Um, then R.B. Silva and Marta Gracia again. Um, some Another mutants comic and then we got a loki series coming out by uh drew kibblesmith and uh oscar uh i don't know how to say his name basaldia basaldua uh so i think that'll be a really interesting series and then you got punisher kill crew which is going to be an awesome series of him going throughout the 10 rounds that one's by uh gary duggan duggan and uh juan ferrer i like how you were just have a note here just says super badass yeah, like, like, <laughs> the cover of it looks so good. Oh man, I wanna, I wanna, I can't wait. I cannot wait to read that. Oh uh, yeah, it looks super good. <laughs> super stoked about it. So, all right, so I'm gonna let you take this one. Talk to me. Talk to me about Star Wars. Well, <laughs> this weekend was a pretty big event. It was a Star Wars Celebration Chicago, uh, where we got, uh, we we got some of the announcements for like the new series and stuff coming to Disney plus like the Mandalorian, the uh, next season of star Wars, the clone wars, this, this, this stuff is going to come on there. But we also obviously, uh, for those who don't know, we got the big trail, the new trailer for star Wars episode nine rise of Skywalker. And, um, trailer looks pretty good. Um, I know there are some that are pretty skeptical on the JJ Abrams star Wars movies so far. And I, I can't blame you on certain aspects of it, but, you but, all leave J.J. Abrams alone. He is a ma- magical man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh trailer looks really good. Um, it, it, so far, based just based on the trailer, it seems like my theory about um, that episode 8 was just complete all setup for, for, a, for an epic conclusion is going to be true. Yeah. Just, just from the things, you know, with the ominous Palpatine laugh. Or it's, it's either Palpatine or Snoke. I mean, I'm so happy they got Ian Mc, Mc. How do you say his name? Mc McDermott. 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 I'm so glad they got him, and that was mm-hmm. such a cool thing to watch him just come out there and use the Palpatine voice. That was so mm-hmm. good. Well, like I've seen, I've seen so many people that are like that are theorizing whether it's either Palpatine or Snoke. And I'm, pre- I'm obviously I think it's Palpatine. They've they've confirmed that he's going to be in it. Yeah. So whether whether that's going to be like as a force ghost or whatever it we don't know so but but it's definitely going to be uh it's, it's going to be an epic conclusion well we know we know that he's not going to be a force ghost so Sith can't use the force for be be force ghost. we don't I mean obviously well, we're we're led to believe that. okay well we're led to <laughs> supposedly obviously, obviously they've changed they've tweaked some things uh, over yeah, the course of yeah, time so, in Star Wars. so if they so, if you look through the comics and stuff like that in the books then then there's the theories of things like um, kind of like the Horcrux, the Horcrux theory. Mm-hmm. The Sith can 
have learned to use to well since since most of that is no longer since some of that's no longer most of that's no longer canon since since Disney acquired all the stuff yeah they can pretty much do whatever the hell they want to and explain it away and and for some people that really pisses them off yeah it is and, and, because I mean it, it is frustrating considering especially because so, so many people got really deep into the Star Wars lore with all these expanded universe books and all this stuff and then all of a sudden it just to be wiped clean by Disney be like yeah, we don't feel like dealing with that crap. We're going to do what we want to do. It, yeah, it is no, frustrating. It is a bit insulting, but it is what it is. And you know, either you like the the IP and you just you want to see it succeed, or you don't. So, uh, but anyway, the trailer looks really good. Yep, I'm excited for it. I'm excited just to see more of Ray progressing as a character. I love that Reinhouse flip she did at the beginning. Yep, <laughs> more of Kylo as a character. Figure out Did, where he's gonna for how he's gonna end up in this whole thing. Okay, I love his new helmet. Looks badass. Mm-hmm. I mean, his his fixed helmet. Did you? Are you convinced that that is Kylo Ren inside that that Tie Fighter? In, in the one that that she yeah. jumps over in yeah. the trailer. Mm-hmm. Well, because because there were some theories going around because it looks it's a similar Tie Fighter but a new paint job and slightly different shape, and also it's got. Um, you see gloves holding a steering mechanism, mm-hmm. but theoretically that could have been pulled from anything in them. That right, doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be from right there I either. Imagine, it's, I imagine uh, it's somebody knows. important. I, but I mean, obviously we only, we see that scene completely out of context. So we yeah, have, of course we have no idea what she's even doing on that, where she is. She's doing cool flips, man. She's just flipping. <laughs> she's doing cool flips. But, uh, but no, I'm really excited about it. The trailer yeah. looks good. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot to go off on it yet. I mean, yeah. it was just a teaser. Uh, the big thing that I'm interested in is, uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> is uh, they finally we finally have word on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the next big Star Wars game. Yep. Now, obviously, there's been you know we've been spe- people have been speculating about this game for a long time. It's we've known about its existence. There were two Star Wars games at one point in time being produced. And then one was scrapped, and and one wasn't, and the one that wasn't is this one, obviously. So, this is this game. This is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is being produced by um, or is being created by uh, Respawn, yep. who does Apex Legends. For those of you who play Battle Royale, bye bye EA. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it is being uh, who they also did the. Did Titanfall two, which was immensely popular and a very well done storyline and, and, and campaign mode in general, didn't get to play that one. I should have. It was fun. It was fun. I like Titanfall it was a, one, but Titanfall two was a very good campaign. I was really surprised. Interesting, because and, and one didn't and, have one at all. And respawn <laughs> part of that. Respawn is a big collective of very vastly different people. You have people from like Call of Duty, Sony, all over gaming. It's it's kind of crazy. Just where they pull all their people on their team from. That's nice. But um, obviously it's still being produced through EA. EA is the the big name on it. But they have already stated in their, they stated in their panel this weekend that story-driven game, single player, no microtransactions. Yep. So obviously mm-hmm. that's a big plus because, I mean, the last few games that have been produced by EA, Star Wars, like Star Wars Battlefront, was just ruined. Yep. By microtransactions and EA putting their grubby hands all over it where it didn't belong. <laughs> so like, no, 
I don't really have a whole lot against EA, but because it's not just an EA problem. No, it's not. <laughs> like, I understand. It's like not. it's yeah, it's an every every big gaming studio problem. They want every little bit of money they can possibly squeeze out of you while still selling you a sixty dollar game. Yep, and that's and that's kind of what tore me away from things like like Destiny. It looks so beautiful, but I just don't want to deal with that. And I didn't do Battlefront we'll two. See. Did Battlefront one, but again, it was just the same thing. It looked like a beautiful game, and I bet it was fun to play. But it's just I I don't want to do. I just want to play my game. I well, just want to sit down and just some, do my some, own. Thing. Some studios do it, or some producers do it better than others. Yeah, Destiny did it really well because okay. because the microtransactions are pretty much a non-factor for them. All they did was they gave you the option to buy silver, so that you could buy the cosmetic chip. That was it. Okay. But you get weekly, you get a box. That you could normally buy for silver anyway for free yeah. so yeah. you get the chance but like the problem with oh the problem with ea is that they just put this stuff behind paywall yeah it's like you want this stuff well you have to spend money with us to get this or you'll never get it and that's heroes and battlefront too and, and that's that's the problem and they just ruined it and it makes it it turns the player base toxic and everything like that and then just I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand the logic behind it when everybody's screaming at you not to do it, and then they just like hold my beer. Like, <laughs> like, like, like come on, man. It. Like, like for real. <laughs> like, but this is huge. We haven't had a Star Wars single player story driven game since, really, since Force Unleashed, and that was, yeah. And the storyline for that is not the strongest. I can. I can admit that. The games were fun. Yeah, they were fun. The to problem play, is, the problem is, Force Unleashed Two was a sixty dollars game, and it was so short. That game, I think, took was like five hours. I don't even think I completed it. How it was like five hour game? I, don't know. I completed it in an afternoon. Dedicated enough to it, but, but like, like those games were fun to play. The storyline was kind of weak, and then obviously it's not canon, but like. But it was badass. But you you felt you felt real badass doing it. But yeah. this is this is, but Jedi Fallen Order is going to be kind of a a departure from that. You are going to be a Jedi. You will be able to use the Force and a lightsaber. However, obviously, we're not going to get the same level of Star Killer powers yeah, because Star not, Star Killer yeah. is the most busted character in the Star Wars universe. He's so awesome. <laughs> like it's it, he is ridiculous. <laughs> it's over nine thousand. <laughs> pretty much, but like. But yeah, so they they stated you know story story driven single player game. Yeah, the trailer they showed is gorgeous. Yeah, it looked really and, good and, and looks interesting. Oh, Star Wars! They can Lucas Arts or well, I guess Disney now. It's they're they're good at making cinem, cinematic trailers. Yeah, they mm-hmm. now whether or not it well they've goes stated, to they've, the sta- game they've stated not. that everything in the trailer was rendered in engine. Yeah, and it's, and it's an Unreal Engine four, so Ooh. it's a little older. I mean, it's kind of surprising that they're doing. They're not doing like a oh, was it Frostbite? I think is the new, the most recent big engine that I don't popular. know. I haven't even checked. But, there's so many different engines a, now. But they're 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 doing it all in Unreal Engine four. The there's trailer, the trailer was was full was fully rendered in engine. Um, they've stated that combat in the game is going to be is what they call thoughtful combat. So it kind of harkens to me back to like Sekiro. Dark Souls, Bloodborne, God of War, or the new God of War—the the games that make you think about your actions whenever you swing your your weapon. Yeah, like, cause you're gonna get punished for it if you 
if, if you get ahead of yourself and get cocky. So it sounds interesting. Uh, the, the trailer looked really good. Uh, yeah. Cal Kestis is the new is our new Jedi. Um, I don't like protagonist. That name. I don't like that name. You don't like that name? I, I think like I think name. I think it's a pretty good name. But uh, for also for another fun fact about that, the actor who they have playing Cal uh, is Jerome from Gotham, the Joker. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm, that's cool. Yep. He and he's also in I Shameless. I don't know much about Shameless, but I know he plays somebody in Shameless. But okay. yep, yep, he is. So for those of you Gotham fans out there, your uh, uh, Jerome the Joker from Gotham is uh, going to be our new Jedi protagonist. So. I think we're all so I, I'm really excited <laughs> because I I love story based games and especially Star Wars games. Cameron Man- Monahan. Monahan. Oh, I hate this. Oh, I know this guy. Is he the same guy from uh um that weird movie? Never mind. He's not the character. I thought. Wait, who is he in Click? <laughs> Apparently, he was in Click. Click in 2006. He was. He was not. Oh, I know who he was. He was he was the asshole neighbor kid. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? That's awesome. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Oh, oh man. Why don't you just go to IMDb? And like, yeah, and like, I don't even know what he's doing. Okay, but yeah, so that, I I really like it, and I think that it's going to be awesome, and I think that it's going to be a lot of fun. And they have also so announced like, that this game is going to be part of the canon. Yeah, he was the asshole neighbor kid. Yep. <laughs> this is going to be canon. So that's yep. going to be good. I like so, that. So. An interactive story takes place between uh, Revenge of the Sith and uh, sometime. It takes sometime. place after. <laughs> it takes place after Order sixty six, and I assume yeah. it's like right after because he was a Padawan. He's not that old looking in the game, so it looked like it. I don't know because they were scavenging Death Star, and he found an old abandoned Jedi starfighter. I think I don't know. I don't know how yep. far that would be. So it has to be pretty similar. I mean, I mean, because. It had to be at least a few years. Yeah. So, like, obviously, I don't think it's quite to New Hope, but, um, or I guess to Rogue One. This is a long time Rogue between is... a New Hope and and the last one. Twenty There's years. A... Yeah, Luke Skywalker. Because Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. So, like, so it had to be probably it's probably like three, four years because obviously he's learned to evade the Inquisitors. And, yeah. And the Purge Troopers and whatnot. And um, I think that'll be really. That'll be a fun. I'm really excited about. It. I think that's definitely gonna be a fun game. I'm. I'm definitely. Don't excited. pre-order. Do not pre. <laughs> and do better. Unless try. there's a really cool no thing. Yeah. Like, unless there's I, a cool thing. Unless there's a really cool thing that, that you get. With <laughs> I got a call from GameStop the other day. I have a pre-order for Fallout 76. They're like, "Do you still want the game? No, I don't. Why didn't you ever cancel that? Well, because I. I didn't know, and I wanted to see how it went and how people reviewed it. How, how do you think it went? But, but apparently, <laughs> I know that's why I still haven't bought it. But apparently, it's really cool. GameStop they uh, allow you to um, transfer your pre-order to a new game, a different game. Hmm. So I can just—I've already got my money there, and I can just say, "Oh, let's do this game instead." But I'm sketchy about pre-orders, so I don't know. All right, I don't have a problem with it unless, <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, unless they. If there's something cool that I—I I mean, if it's a really popular game, I want to make sure I get my hands on it day one. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they don't order enough stock. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, so you happens. know, so it's, it, to me, it's just kind of a, I mean, putting $5 down, I really don't care. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like I mean, you know, some, if you're, if they required you to pay the full $60 up front, then yeah. that, then it'd be a problem. Well, but, 
I've already, and I'm probably going to do this. I'm probably going to take that $5 and put it on Modern Warfare 4 or Borderlands 3, both of which I'm very excited about. So. See, and here I am, like, I'm tempted to, like, go down and put $5 down for Mortal Kombat 11, just so I can get Shao Kahn. <laughs> just so Man, no, I think that, man, I'm excited about this game. I think that it'll definitely look good. I, there's just not enough information yet. I think I'm just going to need more time. More convincing. They hardly told us anything when it comes to the actual game itself, and and so I'm kind of just like sketchy about it. And I I'm imagine, sure I imagine we're going to see stuff at E3. I mean, yeah, but, oh yeah, E3 is coming up. That'll be good. Like that, that'll be huge. I mean, obviously, respawn's got a lot to talk about anyway, just because of Apex. So, yeah. like, you know, I imagine they'll probably have a big chunk of EA's press conference, whatever they they're, do. They're getting big. They're getting. They're being a big name now. So, <laughs> so. Um, well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. This has been a lot of fun, and, and it's gone a little bit long, but it's all right. And yep. So um, we definitely want to say thank you for everyone to listening and tell tell everyone about it. We need you guys are our only way of getting new listeners, and and so if you spread the word, and um, that that does us a huge favor right there. And so uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, we're at all underscore things nerd. We got that one hooked right up, which was nice. Um, and follow us on, uh, we got a Facebook page, All Things Nerd, um, on there. Uh, you can email us at all, all period things, period nerd, period podcast one at gmail.com. So um, hit us up, and if you guys have any cool ideas, any topics, ideas, or any comments about things we've discussed this week, and uh, please hit us up. We're, we want to hear from you guys, and um, we want to. We want more listeners, obviously. So yeah, follow follow us and on Spotify and stuff, and iTunes and Google Podcasts, and rate us. And it does a lot for us. And, and we're getting started, and we're getting better and bigger, and fixing our sound quality and all that <laughs> kind of stuff like that. So um, it's gonna we'll get there slowly. And uh, I want to say thank you to Silas Williams, who's a good friend of mine, who gave us our our theme song, um, the intro and outro of our podcast. And so. Uh, I want to thank you, him, and thank you guys for joining us. Yep. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks. See you, guys.